welcome back. You're listening with Brandy, and today we're going to learn about the ABCs of cognitive behavioral therapy. You may be wondering, what is cognitive behavioral therapy? It's a type of psychotherapy. It aims to help you notice your negative thoughts and feelings, and then reshape them into a more positive way. It also teaches you how these thoughts and feelings affect your behavior. CBT is used to manage a variety of conditions, including anxiety, substance use, and relationship struggles. Its goal is to improve mental and emotional functioning and ultimately quality of life. This form of therapy also focuses on the present instead of the past. The idea is to help you cope with troubling situations in a healthy and effective manner. The ABC model is based on CBT techniques. It's a framework that assumes your beliefs about a specific event affect how you react to that event. ABC stands for A, adversity or activating event, B, your belief about the event, C, consequences, which includes your behavior or your emotional response. If you have inaccurate beliefs about a situation, your response may not be effective or healthy. However, using the ABC model, you can identify these inaccurate beliefs. This lets you consider whether they're true, which improves how you react. It also helps you notice automatic thoughts. In turn, you can pause and explore alternative solutions to a problem. You can use the ABC model to help you challenge irrational thoughts and cognitive distortions. This allows you to restructure these beliefs and adapt to a healthier response. You may be wondering, what are cognitive distortions? Well, here's a list of them. Magnification and minimization. Exaggerating or minimizing the importance of events. One might believe their own achievements are unimportant or that their mistakes are excessively important. Catastrophizing is also part of magnification and minimizing. Catastrophizing, seeing only the worst possible outcomes of a situation. Overgeneralization, making broad interpretations from little evidence. I feel awkward during my job interview, so I must be awkward. Magical thinking, a belief that acts will influence an unrelated situation. I am a good person. Bad things shouldn't happen to me. Personalization, a belief that one is responsible for events outside of their own control. My mom is always upset. She would be fine if I did more to help her. Jumping to conclusions, interpreting the meaning of a situation with little or no evidence. Mind reading and fortune telling fall under that category. Mind reading, interpreting the thoughts and beliefs of others without adequate evidence. She would not go on that date with me. She probably thinks I am ugly. Fortune telling, the expectation that a situation will turn out badly without adequate evidence. Disqualifying the positive, recognizing only the negative aspects of a situation while ignoring the positive. One might receive many compliments on an evaluation, but focus on the single piece of negative feedback. All or nothing thinking. Thinking in absolutes, such as always, never, or every. I never do a good job on anything. Mental filter. This is like a drop of ink 
that discolors the entire beaker of water. You dwell on the one negative detail, such as an error you made and ignore all the things you did right. Emotional reasoning. You reason from how you feel such as, I feel anxious, so I must really be in danger. Or, I feel like a loser, so I really must be one. Should statements. You criticize yourself for other people with shoulds, shouldn'ts, oughts, musts, and have tos. For example, I shouldn't feel so shy and nervous. What's wrong with me? The emotional consequences guilt. When you direct your should statements towards others, you feel anger, frustration, and resentment. Labeling. You generalize from a single flaw or shortcoming to your entire identity. Instead of saying, I make mistakes, you label yourself as a loser. This is an extreme form of overgeneralization. Blame. Instead of pinpointing the cause of the problem, you assign blame. There are two basic patterns of blame. Self-blame, other blame. Self-blame, you blame yourself for things you weren't responsible for or beat up on yourself relentlessly whenever you make a mistake. Other blame, you blame others and deny your own role in the problem. So how do the ABCs work? It's assumed that B links A and C. Additionally, B is considered to be the most important component. That's because CBT focuses on changing beliefs, that's the B, in order to create more positive consequences, that's the C. The ABC model helps you explore the connection between B and C. You'll focus on your behavior or emotional response and the automatic beliefs that might be behind them. Hopefully, the ABCs will then help you reevaluate these beliefs. Over time, you'll learn how to recognize other potential beliefs, the B, about adverse events, the A. This allows opportunity for healthier consequences, the C, and helps you move forward. So let's think about this. A is the ac activating event. It can be external or internal. B is the belief about the event, and it can be rational or irrational. C is the consequences, and they can be positive or negative. Let's put one into practice. If A is the activating event or the situation, let's say we're in class and my professor criticizes me on my performance but praises my group members. And then my B is my belief. So my belief would be I'm not as smart as my other group members and I don't belong in this class. And then C, my consequence, I feel embarrassed and then I don't want to go to this class for the next couple of weeks. Once you start to think about your thinking and identify your beliefs, you can begin to challenge your thoughts. For example, let's say the same scenario happens again and you've been practicing your ABCs. Let's see how this scenario plays out. A, the same situation, the same activating event happens. My professor criticizes me in class on my performance, but praises my other group members. And my belief, I think the same feelings might start to come up again, that same self-doubt. But because I have been practicing, I can feel it and acknowledge it, but I don't have to give in to it. I can understand it and identify it. But I can say to myself, I'm just as smart as my other classmates, and I do belong in this class. 
and then acknowledging C, my consequence, I may start to feel a little bit embarrassed, but I don't have to completely have that feeling overwhelm me because I can understand where it's coming from. And I can choose to talk to my professor after class to get more constructive feedback. And sometimes I like to work through the ABCs a little bit different. I like to go A, C, then B, because sometimes it's a little bit easier to go activating event, consequence, how am I feeling? Because sometimes I know my emotion before I know my belief, and then I can find my belief. There, I don't think there's a right or wrong. So you can go A, B, C, or you can go A, C, B. Remember, this takes practice and daily thinking about your thinking and challenging your thoughts. And in the words of Albert Einstein, we can't solve our problems by using the same kind of thinking we used when we created them.